Are you gonna do the intro? Shut the fuck up, Cassie! <laughs> it wasn't me this time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Issue Crew Movie Reviews. I am your host, Riley. Uh, today is a momentous occasion, folks, because I'm here. Uh, none of my other Issue Crew co-hosts are present. However, for the first time ever, got two guests. Double your guests, double your fun. Uh, first of all, um, she's awesome. Everybody loves her. She's super cool. Give it up for Crow Royalty. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He's not wrong, though. And the strange creature who has seemingly snuck their way into the podcast recording studio, who I suppose we're going to let talk about Kubo and the two strings with us. Give it up for Kathy. Yeah, by the way, we're doing uh, Cuba and the Two Strings. Now, I really thought- kill you. <laughs> I, I hate thought that was... joke. It is not Cubone. No, no, no. I said uh, she Cuba. said Cuba, but both are equally That's stupid. wrong. Yeah, I thought this was a really fascinating documentary on Cuban culture. I can't say that Honestly, on a podcast. I, I can't a say that on a podcast. I can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> What are you about to say, like a slur for Cuban people? What, what are you no. hiding? No. You know the thing that... Please improve and grow as a person. Ah, uh, okay, you were gonna say the other version of that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, what? Please improve and grow as a person. What's Please improve other... and grow as a person. What's the other that version joke. of that? Oh my god. Um, what is the other something that you may tell somebody to do in Minecraft after they say something wrong to you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've said that more than just Minecraft <laughs> in Roblox, also. I've said that in Call of Duty, man. It was yeah, funny. okay, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. By the way, Riley, I have good news for you. What's the good news? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. I heard that. So Crow said fuck you over it, and you're really quiet, Kathy, and you need to fix that first of all, so I couldn't hear you over Crow. So what? What'd you say? Well, I she just... crinkled a bag on her microphone. Yeah. Um, I saved you, Riley. You're welcome. Those oh, were shut the... up! Those were the notes that I took on this movie. Oh, no. Uh, uh... Okay, okay. Thank you. Good job. Am I the only one that didn't take notes? No, yes. I didn't take notes. Who the fuck are you <laughs> kidding me? Riley, don't lie. <laughs> Riley, you take notes on literally everything, so I kind of figured you did. I take notes for, like, Megazord Radio, because the premise is that we recap beat by beat what happened in those power rangers episode these movie reviews speaking are just, of like, megazord radio all of the listeners of this go watch megazord radio it's Shut fucking amazing fuck up royalty <laughs> fucking insufferable can't work with this guy can't take this guy anywhere <laughs> sorry had to plug it <laughs> can't take this guy anywhere um but anyway, seriously so kathy kathy you're the one i'm curious oh first of all uh crow i doubt your ability to do this um, so I'm gonna make you try and then make fun of you profusely when you fail. Uh, please give us a very concise, like, four or five sentence summary of what Kubo and the Two Strings is about. A child got his eyes stolen, he met 
uh, a monkey. That's two. He proceeded to also meet a beetle. Also they found some armor. The yes. armor didn't do shit. Okay. That's five, I think. I meant more like the premise of the movie and like what the main quest Oh, the is. premise? Oh, um, can I say it? Eyeless Child sure, goes on a be. quest to meet his father. That, that's, that's also... You can be more specific with it. Let's let Kathy take a crack at it. <laughs> Musical Magic Man uh, finds a monkey and a beetle, goes on a quest to find some armor, and fights the moon. <laughs> oh, true. The moon and fights the moon. I'm going to steal the moon! Yes! <laughs> no, I'm going to steal the moon bed. first! <laughs> Can we turn this into the Despicable Me podcast? We've all seen it. We can we can riff about Despicable Me. <laughs> we can do that next week. Remember Gru? <laughs> he was pretty we, cool. I like that guy. We can do that next week because I want to talk about Kubo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, Pro, I'm tired of your next week shit out here. You're you're fucking you're nothing, okay? To this show, you are but a passing appearance. You are you are of no significance. You don't you don't stomp in here. You're like, here's what we're doing next week. You don't know shit about I said what we we're could. doing next week. Personally, I, I could I not that we should. Kathy, why are you so quiet? Because they have no microphone. I have a microphone. <laughs> what the one you haven't set up? <laughs> I'm gonna mic your phone, bitch. Okay, you sound a little bit better now. If you can maintain wherever you're at. Please, maintain that. Yes, you actually are audible. Am I still audible right now? A little less, get, though. You can get 30% off perfect, using Kathy for audible. <laughs> yes, now you are audible. <laughs> go to Happy go to for audible. <laughs> God damn uh, it. But anyway, folks. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's about the size of it. You know, there's a boy named Kubo. Uh, his mom was like a demon or some shit. She was a commie. Know. What? <laughs> He's a commie. Uh, effectively. Uh, they are He's basically the worshipped yokai of Japan. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I figured out the crow was talking about some nerd shit. You did. Uh, I was thinking communist immediately when you said commie. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What, well, weird meta- what weird metaphor in this movie did I not get? Technically, she was an ex-commie. Please improve and grow as a person. I uh, should. I really should at this point. <sighs> uh, Alright, well, end- Kathy, you've got some notes. Give us, a, give us some stuff to talk. So first of all, the animation in this movie is like really good. You're back to being quiet. Personally, My notes are literally all screenshots of this movie because of how pretty they are. <laughs> Personally, I thought this movie was animated really well. It's true. A little bit choppy at times, uh, but mostly uh, pretty uh, and good. You are incorrect. You just watched it poorly. No, nah, no. It was still a little bit choppy when I switched to my television. Personally, I like choppy animation. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a little choppy, cra- crow. I was about to call you crafty. Uh, I don't know. I'm not crafty. Crafty. Not crafty. I'm not crafty. That's, that's a ship name between the two of you. No. <laughs> Hell no. Absolutely. Fuck not. No. 
no. Riley, yeah. <laughs> Riley, please improve and grow as a person severely. Kathy, what is going on? You keep getting to the right place, and we're like, yeah, you're good, and then you go back to not being good anymore. Isn't uh, the crow royalty is like five years old? Crow royalty is 18. Oh, no. Please improve and grow as a person. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Kubo. 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 Kubo, Kubo. Can we talk about um, his mother for a second? What about her? Like, there was obviously, like, what was happening with his mother? I can explain that in detail. You You don't want me to. Yes, I do. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm I'm not making out of this podcast alive. It's over. (laughs) You're probably not, because I can go into major detail about 90% of this fucking movie, because it's a sequel to another movie. So did she... But not actually. So did, um... Okay, actually, that sounds very interesting. Teach me about it. Okay, so... Hold on, I gotta make sure I have the right uh, movie title for what it was originally. Yep, had it right. Okay, so this movie is a quote-unquote spiritual sequel to The Tale of Princess Kaguya, which was a story about a moon person getting sent to Earth, learning to love humanity, and then getting kidnapped by a moon king to go be with the fucking heaven people. Now, Kubo's mom, heaven person, comes back to Earth, (laughs) finds out she loves humans, has a child, lives on Earth, hits a rock, loses a fuck ton of memories, (laughs) and then proceeds to only be able to function as a human being when the moon is out, because that is the realm of heaven. I mean, is that... I mean, was that the impl- that's I thought like that was the, the that's the cliff notes of it? Basically, I thought that was the implication at first, but basically, his mother like she also had some memory loss when the moon was out, and I didn't. Well, understand. that's because of the uh, like cur- original curse that happens from the moon in the tale of Princess Kaguya. Basically, whenever uh, the moon is out, or whenever she is with the moon people. She does not remember her time on Earth. So while she's on Earth in this new movie, well, new, uh, she is basically still being affected by the curse due to the way that she escaped the moon, if that makes sense. So can I, can I ask something? Yes. When she became a monkey, did she regain her memories? What's the implication there? She did not. She she did. She did not. She kept what she like had still on her. Hence, why she didn't know where the armor was, like fully, and the spirit of Hanzo, like the actual Hanzo, because that's what that fucking origami man was. Was the legitimate spirit of Hanzo coming back to inhabit a fucking paper? Wait, that doesn't make sense. I thought that was just the beetle guy doing that the whole time. No, 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 no. That, okay, so... The beetle guy is Hanzo. The beetle guy is the body of Hanzo. The paper guy is the spirit of Hanzo. 
That doesn't make sense. It does. <laughs> Spirits and bodies get separated consistently. <laughs> Example, go watch Doctor Strange. The good no, one. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> don't. It, it's not worth it. But, like, the good one. Uh, I have to specify that because I did not like Multiverse of Madness. Um, in the original one, the quote-unquote astral plane is the spirit, and it's effectively one spirit being stripped from their body to the point of where they can inhabit another. Something very similar to what I believe happened to Hanzo. I don't have enough evidence for this, but I do believe this to be the truth. Because we see not only does little man know where the fucking uh, armor is, he only shows up after Monkey does. And he legitimately tries to fight shit. Bro, I want to <laughs> I want to stuff you in a locker right now. Like, Riley? it's just... Riley? Oh, I think Go it's... Put a bra on. The, nerd, the nerd energy is so great that my... <laughs> I'm I love this movie. The powers that be are, are moving me to want to shove Crow in the nearby locker. Oh, come on. I love this alone. movie. I think, I think beyond what I should. Stop talking over Kathy when she's trying to defend you, Crow. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Proceed, Kathy. So, I, I liked this movie a lot. It's a lot better than any of Riley's suggestions. Hey! <laughs> No. Not wrong. Not sure. Didn't I suggest fucking? No, you suggested that. <laughs> <laughs> I suggested Joker. Joker was good. No, it wasn't. Miles better than Joker, though. <laughs> Do you think Kubo and the Two Strings is better than Joker? Nah, nah. Yes, nah. by far. Yeah, this was like really good. <laughs> I have a fuck. I have a fuck ton more stop motion movies that we need to make Riley watch. No, I made a list uh, of that. listen, we're starting a lot of running series on this on this here podcast, running sub series. That's not gonna be one of them. I'm not sitting through your stop motion bullshit. At least one more. Yes, one more, and it's called Paranorman. Okay, two more. Uh, because you actually want to watch Paranorman. I but like, two more. I, I want to watch nine. Oh, nine is great. That's such an underrated movie. Exactly. Also, oh. it will traumatize Riley and it'll be really funny. Oh yeah, that movie is fucked. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I wanna, I wanna make him watch Coraline. He doesn't. I thought he reviewed Coraline already. Are those old ass Christmas movies stop motion, or did they just like look that way? Is it an animation style? Uh, they were stop motion, but they weren't very good stop motion, in my opinion. Like like Rudolph and like. Uh, they are. Keep the miser, like, snow miser one. What is that one? Year without a Santa Claus. I like the Heat Miser, Snow Miser one. I only know of that movie's existence because of I'm Batman and Mr. Robin. I do not have good Mr. memories of those. I'm Mr. Sun. Da, 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 da. I'm Mr. Snow Miser. I'm Mr. 100 and... No, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> I used to know the Snow one, too. I, know, I used to know like the beginning of both of them, but I think I forgot Snow Miser's. Okay, can we talk about the objectively best character in this movie? No, we're talking about Year Without a Santa Claus. What? This is no longer what? the Kubo review. No, Wait, this on. is the Kubo review because I do not have anything that I can talk about with that movie because I refuse to watch it. What's the best character in Kubo? 
pay for Hanzo. Bro, I'll watch. I'll watch nine if you watch Year Without a Santa Claus. Bet. Okay, so next I'll, time, next, next time, nine. You know what? Fuck it. This is, this, is a series, this is a series at least for a while. So next time, me, me, Kathy, and Crow to get together, and we'll review Year Without a Santa Claus, and then we'll do nine, and we'll see if I, we'll Hold see on. if my heart has warmed from there. Hold on. Can I make you guys watch Coraline? I'll watch Coraline. I've already been. Somewhat okay. Every, trying every, everybody it. gets one is the rule. So, uh, wait, because no, Crow already got one, though. <laughs> I guess this one well, doesn't getting- count. This, this, uh, this one is just for fun, Z's. Um, so everybody gets one. So I'm I'm submitting you without a Santa Claus. Crow's doing nine, and Kathy is doing Coraline. That's that's all the stop motion I'll give you. That's the limited run of my stop motion. What about Paranorman journey. I don't give a shit about Paranorman. <laughs> I would much rather watch a Year Without a Santa Claus than Paranorman. I, f- I feel like if we're gonna watch Paranorman, we should also watch Frank and Winnie. Frank and Weenie might be the movie I'm thinking of when I think of Paranorman. Paranorman is the stop-motion movie about zombies that is are pilgrims. There, there's a dog in both, right? There is a dog no. in Paranorman? No. I thought there was. That's The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Those are two very different movies. I don't know <laughs> if I'm confusing them. Um, but, yeah, okay. So it's probably Frank and Weenie is what I'm thinking of then. Side note, uh, speaking of Nightmare Before Christmas and Frankenweenie, uh, that is a trilogy of movies. Shut up. Frankenweenie is the beginning. Corpse Bride is the second. Frankenweenie is the... Th- Wait, not Frankenweenie. Nightmare Before Christmas is the third. Tell me where I'm wrong. I haven't seen any of these movies. So I have no proclivities to possibly tell you that you're wrong. I, it's impossible. Kathy. <laughs> yes. We need to make Riley watch these movies. I He's know. not seen enough stop motion in his life. We do. He's not seen who who's the guy that made Nightmare Before Christmas and Tim Burton? Um, Jane, James Tim and Burton. the Giant Peach. Tim Burton. And, yeah, Tim Burton animated movies. We need to make him watch those. The only Tim not Burton Not necessarily movie. Tim Burton animated movies. The only Tim Burton movie, movie I've ever seen watch. is Batman, okay? And it was not that good. Can I throw Riley off a cliff now? Yeah. <laughs> can we just fire Riley? Batman, from Batman was mid as fuck. It was literally, it was Joker. The it was Joker nineteen eighty nine or whatever the fuck year it was. Um, Batman was boring. Uh, the whole movie really didn't have much to offer. Um, it was not as good as people proclaim it to be. You were incorrect. And you you can hear all about that on my old show when I had better co-hosts, uh, the Rad <laughs> Movie Review Podcast. Is that the? Is that you're wrong? The, I'm your favorite co-host, and you know this. No, I'm actually. Uh, no, I would. I would sacrifice all of you for Alexis and Dakota back. That that, that was a good you. era. <laughs> Throw you off a cliff. I'm gonna make my own uh, movie review podcast with BoJack and Hook. Yeah, g- yeah. Good luck fucking posting it, Kathy. I don't think I've seen you post one piece of content you've made. I'll There's pay no somebody telling. else to do it. I've recorded. I've like been a part of like a podcast that you wanted to make. I've been a part of a video you wanted to make that you did record, but never saw the light of day. Yeah. What, what, what's your point? Yeah, so you're going to make your, you're gonna record an episode of your movie podcast, The Blackjack and Hookers, and it's never going to go on YouTube ever or anywhere ever. It still doesn't change the fact that it's going to be the best 
you know, movie review podcast ever made. Well, there's no way to judge that if it never reaches the public. Exactly. So you can't disprove it. I don't know, I guess. I guess it's uh, guilty until proven innocent. That's true. So, like, Kubo and the two strings. Kubo and the two goddamn strings. I don't even know what to so, talk about. What, what, what was happening in the beginning? So much good. So much good. So, much so, good. Very well. Much good. So, very much good. Very, very much well. So, what, 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 Absolute what, what, favorite movie. The royalty! Stop interrupting Sorry. Kathy! Sorry! God! So, with um, Kubo, so the implication is that he's never been, like, outside during night, right? During yeah, night yes. Night. So, like, why did he just decide to, like, stay outside during night, even though his mom earlier in the morning, like, specifically told him not to do that? Because his dad's ghost wouldn't come to him. Because so he wanted dad. to talk to his dad. So he lost track of time. Yeah, he wanted to talk to his dad. Very believable. He wanted to see his dad. I could, I could say this from experience, because I legitimately did a similar thing. Not that long ago. What did you not do? Not my dad. Wait, what did you do? Spent an entire day talking to a grave. Oh, that's really sad. I'm sorry. Oh my god, Crow. That's that's twisted. That's dark. It is, but so is fucking Nine, and you know what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch Nine. And let's see, everybody gets one. You're not getting me to watch anything else. Depends on how many people we can rally to get you to watch Paranorman. It's not no. happening. Uh, listen. What if we get the entire issue crew on board with watching Paradorman for a movie review? Would you do it then? Uh, I don't want to say yes, because I don't want you two to fucking harass my friends who I do a podcast with uh, to <laughs> talk about I'm not gonna, Paranorman. Technically, I'm not going to harass them. I was going to I was gonna like ask Mo, because I, I, I do somewhat talk to Mo and see if he could help me out. Technically, I don't even... Technically, if he lets me in the podcast again, I can just do it by myself. Shit, you could. Oh, yeah, sure, buddy. We'll see how that pans out. Posting it would be a pain in the ass. It would, but, you know. I'm trying to worm my way into this podcast. I've just realized this. No. You should do it. I'm, I'm, I'm moon-kinging my way into this fucking podcast. I mean, between the two of you, who has the better chance to become a permanent member of the Issue Crew? I feel like the answer may surprise uh, certain women in this call. Uh, <laughs> but oh, anyway. Come on. C come <laughs> on. So, Kubo, the two strings. <laughs> I, so I think that was aimed at me, not at you. <laughs> uh, no. That's Wait. where you'd be wrong, Crow Royalty. No, like, <laughs> who it would surprise. What did I ever do? Um, Don't answer that. No, yeah, okay, okay. I, I won't, I, I won't answer it. I won't answer it. Um, I refuse to answer this question. But gamers... What the fuck do we talk about? Kathy, get, the, get that crumply paper out. All right. Okay. Um, so, I want to talk about monkey I said for a Kathy! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> 
Shut up! I'm sorry. No, no, no that I was, was me. I told Crow to shut up. That wasn't me. Continue. This this is a consistency between me and him. It's just him yelling at me. It's funny. So I really like the origami stuff. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was definitely an interesting feature of the movie. Probably the most like creatively alluring thing about it is the unique ability with the origami. Um, it was it made for some pretty interesting visual moments. Um, I would say that was probably one of my favorite aspects of this film. Uh, which, uh, just to be clear, I liked it fine. Um, I was I, I definitely didn't think. Kathy, you good, buddy? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Don't die on podcasts. We're waiting yeah, on Ryan yeah, to do that first. Yeah, I, if anybody dies on a podcast, it's got to be me. Um, I guess that's lung cancer. The, oh, no. Breaking Bad? Yes. Breaking Bad? <laughs> but, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Origami scenes make for cool visuals. I like the movie fine. Um, I was definitely joking uh, when I said to Crow, oh, it's going to suck. It's going to be four out of ten. Um, I was not being serious about that. Um, but I definitely was not amazed by it in the way that Crow definitely is and Kathy also seems to be, although maybe I'm reading her wrong. Um, no, you're not. I, I really okay. like this movie. I, I think it was just, like, fine. I liked it fine. I want to talk about possibly my favorite aspect of the movie, the largest stop-motion puppet ever in history of the world true yeah like actually it's what like it? over i think it was over 10 feet tall for the um giant skeleton fight and god <laughs> the little bit at the very end where they're showing them working on that like right after or in the mid credit scene if you want to call it that where they're working on it in like really fast pace bro i love that <laughs> Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Can I ask something then? Yes. If the skeleton is over 10 feet tall, does that imply that, like, Ubo and the monkey and the beetle are all, like, human-sized? No. Well, yes. Well, Kubo the skeleton is, is 10 feet tall. is human boy-sized. Beetle is human man-sized. No, I and mean, mo- like... monkey's, like, monkey-sized. No, I mean, like, the stop-motion puppet for them. No, they're not. They are, like, action figure-sized. By the way, I just want to mention... Like, then how is the skeleton ten feet? The ten... The fucking skeleton... Are y'all forgetting the fact that the skeleton legitimately held the fucking, uh, puppets for monkey and beetle in its hand, and they were barely bigger than the fucking, uh, skeleton's hand? Okay, you know what? That's fair. I see, I see. Are y'all forgetting that? Yeah, no. I did well, forget that. I also, I also want to say Kubo has a based haircut. So true. I like Hanzo's helmet like design-esque thing better. Hold on, let me explain the joke there. The joke is I have the exact same haircut as him. <laughs> Damn it. True, so true. <laughs> but like the character design in general I just really like for this movie mm-hmm. um, from Kubo being like how Kubo is with the fucking robe of his father etc etc it's a really good design 
Not the best one in the movie, but the best one is also not the skeleton like you would expect me to say. The best design is the first sister that they kill. I I honestly agree. Because the feather cloak, the fucking uh, hat, I forgot what it's called, but it is a very ninja thing, and I'm blanking on it, and I hate myself for blanking on this. It's like one of the basics, too. Fuck. I'll remember it later. But then she also uses a um, Kusari Gama, which just... What, yes. is what is a Kusari Gama? Uh, Kusari Gama is effectively sickle and chain in, when translated directly. But it can be any number of weapons that are as- associated with what would effectively be a farming tool. Which was used to like cut down rice crops. And was very common, so ninjas were able to sneak it around really fucking easily. Yes, I am a ninja nerd. I am an overall Japanese nerd, just in general. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta ask a question for you then. How do you, yes. how do you feel about that one song? Which song? I want to be ninja. Fuck that song. Great song. Great song. Fuck Being that song. Complete. All right. Well, we've we've kind of re- we're at a little bit of a predicament, um, and I know this is going to upset Crow Royalty greatly. We're um, not ending the podcast after we have we have reached the minimum length of time, um, and I am literally about to fall asleep on the podcast if we don't start wrapping shit up. Okay. Well, um, well, 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 like what? Like what? Out of cool. time for this shit. Oh, you said you wanted to talk about monkey. Talk about monkey. I want to talk about monkey. Monkey's okay, about fucking monkey. great. Why was okay. monkey such a dick if she was his mom the whole time? Protective mother, motherly instincts, and knowing how to survive while also carrying a child on her back. I mean, yeah, but like she could have been a little bit less of a. She could have. But we it. also don't exactly see much of the. Um like his mother before she became monkey so we don't exactly know her entire personality and in that in what we do see she's very playful in nature and very much trying to like appease her child who is not ready for the real world i'm gonna put it but then when monkey shows up he's forced into it and she has to help him as much as she can before she dies. Because as she says in the movie, the magic keeping Monkey alive is very fucking limited. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, her, like, very serious nature works. Especially for that scene. Or for that entire, like, depiction of Monkey. Mm-hmm. Hanzo's a lovable idiot. <laughs> yeah. And the interactions that she has with Hanzo are just so good. I thought a lot of the interactions were really good, especially after the reveal. I feel like if you're gonna call if you're gonna call her monkey, you should probably be calling Hanzo Beetle. I forgot his mom's name. I don't think she was. I don't ever know if she got one. one. She has one, but if I'm gonna call her anything, I'm gonna call her Kaguya because of who she was technically inspired by. But that's not her name. I know that's not her actual name. She has a different one that is said somewhere, apparently, and I don't know where it's at. (laughs) 
<laughs> so if I'm going to call her anything other than monkey, I'm going to call her Kaguya. <laughs> but um, the interaction right before they are right before Kubo makes the vote, like between Kaguya and Hanzo, it's just so gonna sound like Riley. God, I love these kids, but it's towards an adult and his fucking wife. I mean, I really, I really liked, um, I really liked that scene where Hanzo teaches his son how to, um, fish. That was cool. Yeah, it's for teaching sick. him how to shoot, not how to fish. <laughs> Best line. True. Fishing is tomorrow's lesson. <laughs> Sorry, like, that scene got me like really hard. <laughs> so Crow, do you have anything you want to say about Beetle? Hanzo. Absolutely love the guy. The way that he is like introduced is such a good way to do that because notice he was not going after Kubo when he first showed up. He was going after the origami man. AKA origami Hanzo. A.K.A. his spirit. This is part of why I say that's his spirit inhabiting the origami man. Because it's like the body and the spirit trying to reconnect. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. So, that little aspect that I bet you 90% of the populace overlooked, love it. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Absolutely love it. Wait. So does this imply that, like, if Hanzo ate the origami man, he would be fine? It would have to go through his liver, his liver, but yes. I don't get it. Uh, basically, in uh, Shinto beliefs and Japanese mythology in general, uh, it is believed that the liver is what holds the soul. So as long as said origami man was in, like, some kind of, like, alcohol that needed to be processed by the body, the liver would take that in and his soul would return. So all you would have to do is like put him in like some sort of alcohol. Pretty fucking much. <laughs> um, on another note, I want to talk about that first room that we see Hanzo in. Like Beetle. Hanzo. Yeah. The him not only having the flag or like the crest of his army, but then all of the different weapons that he has. He has a makeshift uh, Naginata. He has several katanas. He has a full set of armor. That is very much samurai shit. And bro, when I tell you that I watched that scene like a solid four times, just trying to look at all of the different weapons and like stop motion weapon designs that are on them, I kid you not, every time I looked, there was something different, and I loved it. You know, I, I kind of wish, um, I kind of wish there was, like, an animated movie this good about, like, Chinese myths and traditions and history. Because, you know, I... I that would I'm, be good, especially if it were something like The Monkey King. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. I, I, the Monkey, I was like, kind of reminded me of The Monkey King. Yeah, there's, like, aspects of it that get me to that conclusion as well. It's not quite there. It is very much the tale of Princess Kaguya to me. But that's because I also watched that movie, and that movie is also amazing. 
Personally, Speaking of Riley, we need to watch the tale of Princess Kaguya. Personally, I would prefer um, an animated movie about the Heavenly Kingdom, but... Oh, that is technically the tale of Princess Kaguya to an extent. No, 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 no. You don't know what the Heavenly Kingdom Rebellion was, do you? Oh, you're talking about Sun Wukong still. No, I'm not. I'm talking about something that historically happened in China. Oh, the But um, the Tale of Princess Kaguya is not stop motion, by the way, so that doesn't have to be a part of the series, technically. But I would consider that. I would take that over nine, honestly. Like, the Tale of Princess Kaguya is also incredibly good. I do prefer Kubo to it, but that's only because I watched Kubo as a child, and it just got me how good stop motion was with this movie. And, like, the art style in general led me to liking it over the Tale of Princess Kaguya, but I still do really like the Tale of Princess Kaguya. Yeah, I completely understand that. Um, what were you saying? Sorry. I've always really liked stop motion ever since I was a child, and I think part of the reason I did that is because my mom was really into the Tim Burton animated movies. All three of them are really good. Four. Are They really are. And... As much as I love Tim Burton stuff, Leica Studios is better <laughs> on like such a high level, in my opinion. I love Tim Burton. He is the original like person that got me into stop motion. But I have to give Leica credit where it is due. Because Leica consistently puts out top-tier uh, stop motion products. Things like Coraline. Uh, if I remember right, they also put out Paranorman, Kubo, et, et, et cetera, et cetera. It's just so good. <laughs> Am I a dumbass for thinking that Coraline was one of the Tim Burton movies? No, because a lot of people do. Oh. Hmm. Hold on, I want to check and make sure that I have the Leica Studios movies correct. Could you like send me a link? Well, I guess just DM me some of the names of those movies. Oh, they did the... Did they do Isle of Dogs? No, 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 no. That was Wes Anderson. Yeah, no, they, yeah, that was Wes Anderson. Okay, so Leica apparently did not put out as many movies as I did. I knew they did fact, Coraline, Mr. but they did... How could I forget about that? Uh, Leica did Coraline, Kubo, and The Box Trolls, apparently. The what? I did not realize... The Box Trolls, also a very underrated stop-motion movie. All right, yeah. But uh, part of what made me think that they did um, Isle of Dogs was there's a very similar-looking movie that they did called uh, Lajka that... Wait, is that Laika or is that Lajka? Because that looks like a J. I, I think it's Laika. Uh... About a very similar looking dog to the Isle of Dogs. Dog. 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 Personally, um, I don't know. I've always liked animated movies, but I, I definitely have like some animated movies in my top 10, but I, I don't think my favorite movie is animated. Mine almost definitely is. Have you ever watched Old Boy? 
I've heard of it. I don't think I've watched it. And if I have, I haven't watched it recently. Hold on a second. I'm going to check and make sure. It's extremely hard to find right now. I watched it when I was like, I don't know, 15, and I instantly fell in love with it. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie. It looks interesting, though. I don't don't watch the Netflix version. They ruined my baby. Look at what, how they massacred my boy. The 2013 one? 2013 one sucks. Yeah, it looks like it sucks. Stupid American remake. That is a very common thing. Stupid Americans. I don't <laughs> understand why Hollywood has to ruin everything. To pull as much money from a cash cow that they can. Hey, Riley, you still there? Nope. Riley. Uh, Well, I guess we have to end the podcast for him when we get done. I don't think we can. (laughs) Uh, I can. Uh, Oh, you can? Yeah, uh, it's not hard. He's just going to have to edit it later and be very concerned at what we put into this. So wait, I can just say anything? Do not. But I am going to throw in a troll at air for this just to mess with him. Don't, don't just say anything, but like... Uh, anything. Get owned. Anything. <laughs> anything. Get owned. <laughs> God damn it. That is a yeah. good joke. He's not going to listen to this, by the way. Like, not at all. Oh, I know. I could, I could just start singing the parody of the Platypus theme song and he'd never know. Riley from the future here. Fuck both of you. Oh, that means I can complain about my boyfriend now. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please don't. Oh. I miss him. You can miss him, but at least it's not as bad as him supposedly being dead by your own sister's hand. Uh, well, that's fair. Kubo and the Two Strings reference in the Kubo and the Two Strings review. <laughs> so, um, okay, hold on, I gotta ask. Do you have anything you want to say about Kubo himself? Good boy. Very good boy. Absolute best boy. I actually have something I want to say about the themes of this movie. The themes? Yeah. So there's this obvious theme of stories throughout the movie, right? Yeah. And, you know, how people are carried on by stories, right? Yeah, which is a very true thing and... Something this movie kind of helped me come to terms with. Uh, I don't understand that, but... Um, uh, it goes back to my friend's death. That oh. just helped with that a lot. I'm sorry. Because... Some real-life problems kind of got helped by this movie, and that's part of why I love this movie. It helps subconsciously. Um, well, basically... Um, another theme I noticed a lot was eyes. Like, there's a lot of, like, eyes in this oh, film. That is a very good point to bring up. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to talk over you, I promise. Um, no, it's fine. Go ahead. But, like, so, that that is a thing that Western media helped influence, for the most part, because as is stated, eyes are the window to the soul in like 90% of Western media. So 
with how eyes are depicted in the movie, it's very much leading towards that. And I love it. I, I guess that's, yeah, I guess that is. So what, what was the thematic importance of, um, I guess, like the eyes underwater then? The eyes underwater are effectively, the best way that I can think to put it is they are the windows into others' souls. So if we look at it through how Kubo did, and when he looked into the eyes and saw Monkey, the statue, and then his mother, that was basically him taking a larger look at who was with him, if that makes sense. And specifically with uh, Monkey, given that she had his mother's soul in her, it was much easier to grasp that concept than to look at, say, Hanzo, like Beetle, and try and grasp a soul there. So that's why he didn't know until the very end. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. And I also got to say, you are a much deeper thinker than Riley. I can just trash talk Riley now. And he will yeah, never we know. totally can. And so I, I just want to say, you're a much better co-host and a much more respectable co-host than Riley. <laughs> <laughs> might, not be the, might not be the best co-host, but I do know movies and I do understand the artistic shit behind movies. However, I refuse to watch German films. No. Nine. <laughs> that is a I'm not going to say like a personal rule but like why don't you want to watch German films specifically because Riley has because Riley has said such weird things about them from having to watch them with you listen I just I he's just complaining because the movie I made him watch was long knowing him that tracks that really does it's a movie called Das Boot. Yeah, I looked that up. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you ever watched American Psycho? I have, and I did not like American Psycho, so... Why not? I just didn't like it. <laughs> it's not necessarily because it's a bad movie. It's just not my taste. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I'm a shtick for horror movies in general. But... American Psycho is like this weird proto-horror movie that's just not my cup of tea. Am I thinking uh, about the right movie? The one with Patrick Bateman? <sighs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I was thinking about one with Christian Bale. I have no clue what movie I was thinking about now. Yes, you. that's the right movie. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Because that movie is good. Not my taste. Listen, I can assure you that the listen, I can assure you that the movie is very good and I don't just like it because Christian Bale has abs, alright? See, that's what I watch Batman for. <laughs> <laughs> Batman is or like the Batman or the Batman Begins trilogy is like a guilty pleasure to watch because it has zero artistic like license behind it or like autistic thought behind it but it is just chef's kiss just a lot of hot guys with abs 
I get and it. hot women. I don't like women. I do. I like but... men and women. Yeah, suck it, internet. I'm probably pan. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> okay, if you're pan, then make me some pancakes. No. In in your frying pan. No. You don't want to do that. You you don't want to do that. But here's the thing. I feel like Riley doesn't respect art <laughs> in movies. He just want to. I can look at. Him. I can look at like paintings and things and pull artistic meaning from them for the most part. I can't. But it's usually me pulling shit out of my ass. I movies, on the other hand, it is much clearer. I mean, listen, I'm the person who took a film class once, and now I think I'm an expert in um in cinema. See, um, I almost went to film school. Almost. Oh, why didn't you go? Food truck. Better option. <laughs> I like cooking more than I like writing movies. Huh. It's weird. <laughs> so are you a chef or something? Uh, Working to be, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, actually... Yeah. <laughs> Side note, if any of the podcasters ever find my food truck, no, you didn't. No, you didn't? No, you didn't. Uh... Have you ever watched... Okay. So, you like weird animated shit, right? Yes. Can I recommend a really weird animated show? Yes. Like, psychedelic drug level animated show? Not my usual forte, but I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out. Xavier Renegade Angel. I've heard of this. It's on my watch list. It's very funny. It's not... For everyone, I wouldn't say. But if you get it, you get it. Yeah. It, Side it, note, it, if you want anime recommendations, I can also give those. Uh, you know what? Yeah, sure. Uh, Mikey K and The Way of the House Husband. The just... Way of the House Husband is just... I, I hate to say this, but it's not visually interesting enough to keep me... <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen the scenes that I associate with way of the house husband i don't think because they are like very random but uh when we get flashbacks to his yakuza days bro sharpen hands uh okay i i have a few animes oh do you read comics i obsess over comics and riley hates me for it because i can spout off DC and Marvel bullshit like it's no tomorrow, and he hates this because I got into a conversation with Mo about this. Ooh, have you read Irredeemable? I started looking at that the other day and did not read through it entirely, but I started looking at it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Do not read. Do not read. Max damage are incorruptible. Do Too not. Late. Read. Too late. Too late. Already on the list as well. No, that one is terrible. Like I, utter... I don't care if it's terrible if it's got pretty pictures. <laughs> it, it's not even well drawn. Neither were my comics when I thought I was going to be a comic artist. Oh, you made comics? In the fifth grade. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, me and, a... Sorry. me and a buddy 
decided we were going to start making uh, comics after reading Captain Underpants for the first time. <laughs> because this was like while they were still airing or like being made. <laughs> and bro, <laughs> it was very much Captain Underpants quality. <laughs> so it, it was just like fifth grade comic. Exactly. Me and my cousin started like a news article when we were like very young. I don't remember when. I did that my freshman year. I oh, know I'm getting DMs. Did Riley DM me? No, he did not. Mm. I was expecting Riley to have DM'd me. Really? Yeah, I expected him to wake up and say something. Why didn't why wouldn't he just say it in here? I don't know. That's that's weird. Riley, wake up. I just need to play like a really loud noise. Hold on a second. <laughs> just message him that we're probably almost done. Because <laughs> we kind of <laughs> derailed. Yeah. But like, final thoughts on Kubo. Uh, uh, do you know about the three questions? I know a decent, I know two of the three, I think. Uh, do you know the two strings uh, and Kubo? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, hold on. One final thing that I do need to bring up. Why were the two strings not, like, more prominent in the movie? Like, I get that they're really important. I I get that much, and I get the symbolism behind it. But, like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Because... The first string was just a lock of his mother's hair. I get that part. Could he not have found something better at his, like, dad's castle to use as the string for his dad? I mean, I don't really... Uh, what's wrong with the bowstring? The bowstring would fuck up his mandolin incredibly, because it's thick. Isn't it's way... human hair also thick? No, hair. human hairs are pretty thin for the most part it would have snapped but i could buy that a lot more than i can the bowstring especially since it's the hair of a fucking commie from the moon communist not communist commie the quote-unquote angels to the yokai that are the devils in heavy fucking air quotes <laughs> Okay. I hate that people have such like negative connotation towards yokai. I mean, what like I yokai? love it, but I also hate that everyone just seems to hate them. What is a yokai? Uh, so basic definition is the creatures that make the sounds in the night. Basically, anything that could not be explained immediately was given a yokai to cause it. That makes sense? Kinda, yeah. So, like, the creeks in your house, as, like, the wood was settling, because they didn't know this at the time, because it was feudal era, it was, like, pre-feudal era Japan and shit. So, are you uh, talking about, um, wait, this is definitely, like, pre-restoration era, right? Yeah, this is, like, way fucking long ago. This is, like, early days of japan and shit like 1400s and stuff like 1300s to the like 1000s to the 1300s but like every you know how everyone is scared of something like monsters in general 
when they're little. Yeah. Yokai are effectively the monsters that our minds create as children that are given physical stories and like things to be passed down. Most of which have been fucked over by modern like industrialization because we know that these things don't exist. But then a lot of them have also gotten makeovers and turned into fucking cash cows like the Tanuki, which used to be a symbol for someone who was really fucking unlucky to now they're a symbol for luck. And it's just, no. So I gotta ask, what do you think of the monarchist, uh, sorry, emperor's restoration in Japan? Touch of subjects, because... In Japan, very much liked. Everywhere else, not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Definitely. Because, I mean, like... I mean, I know the Emperor is that directly responsible for a lot of war crimes that happened during the Second World War. Yeah, I know that. But, like, the Americanization of Japan is bad, too. And... I, 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 the war crimes were definitely worse. Oh, I know. I, I I know that part. But, like, it's like two rugs don't make a right. You, you know what I mean? I do understand, but I don't agree with the Americanification, but I do think that a demilitariz- de- demilitarization needed to happen. In- yeah, I agree. That is a very good thing. I, I agree with that part. What I don't agree with is, like, all of the American influence that overtook Japan and started like prioritizing american wants and shit over the japanese peoples that makes sense i don't really know i i know what happened but i don't really know much about the americanization of japan basically the entire reason that we have manga as a art form nowadays is because american comic books got to japan well that doesn't really sound like it was forced or anything it wasn't it wasn't initially, but then certain people started like enforcing it, and then more comics were brought over to make things work faster because more people got a hold of them, and then it just bloomed. And this is how we have manga and anime now. Yay! Not, not that I don't dislike these things; they are very good. I mean, how I they came about is kind of fucked, though. Kind of very ironic because you know, I, I I don't I know a lot more about comics than I do manga, even though they're essentially the same thing, right? Oh yeah, they are very much the fucking same thing. Just different languages, <laughs> and you read one backwards. But that's because of the Japanese writing system, not because it's because of uh uh. The printers are just wrong. No, it's because of the Japanese writing system for thousands of years. Uh, language doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. But writing systems do. True. But, um, I know, um... I I do know... I do know... A lot about Japan during World War II, specifically just because I know about Chinese history and, you know, Chinese history... Yeah. You know... Very bad. Very thing. close. Very close to Japan as well. Yes, China is very close to Japan. 
there is a lot of things that came over from Japan that this is just Japan talk with Crow and Kathy. Never. <laughs> Riley's not even in the conversation anymore. Like, we need to ear rape Riley so that he wakes up. Yeah. Bring out the, the fucking, I don't know. Like, just bring out like a drill. I do not. You do not have a drill? Not anywhere that I know where it's at. Everybody has a drill. You know this. My mm-hmm. uncle has one, and we just steal his. Does your uncle live with you? He lives across the road, yes. Oh, wow. So it's not that hard to just go steal this drill. But I don't want to go looking for it at his house at 1030 at night. What, you don't feel comfortable going over at 1030 at night? I don't feel comfortable breaking and entering into his house when I know he's asleep. Oh, why are you... Because my uncle owns a shotgun. Well, I don't feel comfortable threatening my uncle with a shotgun. No, my uncle will threaten me with a shotgun. I have a death wish. I don't want to die that way, though. You should not have a death wish. Nah, I'm not going to take that advice. No. Riley. Riley. Kubo and the two strings. <laughs> yeah, Kubo and the two strings. Uh, I think the wrap-up questions are, who was your favorite character? My favorite character was uh, surprisingly Kubo. Paper Hadzo. Your favorite? Uh, paper I'm kidding, Hadzo? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It is very much uh, a toss-up between Monkey and uh, Beetle, but like in the best way possible. <laughs> But I do kind of have to give it to Monkey just overall. I'm guessing because that it's because Monkey had previous connections. Yeah, pretty much. It's like Monkey is two characters technically. Nepotism. What? So, uh, moving on, Crow Royalty. What was your um, favorite scene? Favorite scene. Gotta sound very out of left field, but it's when he's like walking down the mountain. And we see like that specific scene of the um, grassy area that he's walking through. Uh, I posted the like screenshot of this in the um, recording chat. If you want to look, it's the last uh, one that I sent. Oh yeah, this I one. Love yeah. that. I just love that like specific frame of it. It's just so good. Uh, close cute. seconds being uh, the skeleton fight and the scene in the whale. Like, sorry, so good. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, personally, my favorite scene was like the origami scene at the beginning of the movie. I thought that was a really good introduction to the like guitar origami thing. That is also like a really good scene, just in general. Like. This movie is really if I didn't like the other ones because I know how much work went into them, I would 100% agree with that. Um, also, special mention to the boat scenes, like anything with the boat, because I know how fucking much work the uh, creators put into that. Oh, how much work did they put into it? Like, 30-something hours between like 10 people just gluing down fucking leaves. No way. Like, really? 
if I remember right, hold on. Uh, IndieWire load. Yeah, I have no clue how long it actually took, but I remember it taking, like, I remember somebody saying that it took, like, forever for them to make, and there was, like, so many people working on it, and it was just... God. It's okay. I believe you. I believe So much work went into this movie. This is why I made Riley watch it, because of the effort and or that went into this and then did not get the recognition for it that it deserved in my opinion yeah this movie was great I'm really glad it you really to me uh, oh I just realized we never mentioned the sound design oh yeah the sound design was godly absolutely like they used actual Japanese instruments and you can hear them throughout the movie and it's just so good you really like Japan, don't you? <laughs> I am. Uh, that is one of my hobbies: is to study up on Japanese history and folklore, just in general. Um, it's one of my like favorite things to do, as I have annoyed Riley to death about. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. It really is, in my opinion. Like, just so good, and this movie for being a western movie it is just so good at doing this and portraying a world away just <laughs> and it, very little people know about it too and it's just like so good so I already know what your answer is going to be but uh, what's your rating out of 10 10 like, this is my favorite movie, like, arguably. I, honestly, before doing this podcast, I was going to give it an 8.5, but I really think you've bumped it up to a 9. Yes. Where are the cat castles? Whoa, who is that? Uh, oh no. There's been an intruder. Road royalty has been taken over by a five-year-old girl. It's all over now. Now it's just me. Sorry, my sister walked in. I didn't realize she was still awake. How old is she? Fucking 10, I think. 11. Is she still up at 11 o'clock? No, she should not be. Riley, wake up. We need to end the podcast. So that or any other efforts did not, in fact, get me to wake up so that I could end the podcast. Uh, I really went out like a light. I'm sorry. Uh, This is Riley from the future, by the way. Um, I decided I would chime in, do the wrap-up questions, because I didn't really get to share as much opinions about Kubo as the other two did. Uh, By the way, fuck you both. You thought I wasn't going to listen to this shit? I'm not going to leave Kathy unattended on a podcast and not not listen through it before I release it. I would have to be a madman. Uh, but as for the wrap-up questions, for Kubo and the Two Strings, my favorite character, similarly to Crow, it's kind of a toss-up between Monkey and Beetle. Like, I... It's hard to choose between them. I liked both of their personalities a whole lot. Um, Monkey did have some badass fights, though, um, and just some good moments. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Monkey. Uh, definitely honorable mention to Beetle slash Hanzo, though. As for favorite scene, 
that's a little bit of a tougher one. Uh, there's a lot of cool visual sequences in this movie for sure. Um, hmm. It's probably the fight with the big skeleton man. Well, no, 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 no. It's monkey versus the sister. Um, Okubo's underwater. Um, that shit went hard. That was a really good fight. Um, I was super into that. So I'll go ahead and give that my favorite scene. As for a rating out of 10, uh, as I said, I liked it fine. I don't think it's a perfect movie. I didn't really enjoy it as much as I do other films. Um, I definitely artistically appreciate it a lot, though. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8. I was going to give it a 7.5, but that feels a little too cruel to me. So I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8. Um, and now I take you back to your friends who did not fall asleep uh, to end the podcast. Yeah, it's fine. Um, do you want to do anybody, that one? Uh, Kathy, where can our listeners find you? Nowhere. What? Yeah, I, do I don't have really... a, Do you not have, like, Twitter or anything? Bro, what? No, I, I really don't. Ooh, that sucks. Where, the, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, at Crow Royalty. Uh, you can find Riley at Riley Tweets on Twitter. Uh, check his link tree. You can find all of his other podcasts and things, and like all of his other accounts. Also, check out Megazord Radio. It is really good for being really stupid. Do you have anything else you want to... Uh, Not that I can think of, no. Um... By the way, his instrument is not a fucking guitar, it's a mandolin. For those who do not know this. I'm sorry. Like, somebody tried to tell me that he was playing a guitar one day, and it made me mad. (laughs) Anyway, I think that is the end of the podcast. Um, Sorry Riley could not be here for the end of it. Yeah, I I think he's... I don't know the end of this podcast anymore, because I have not been on it in a few weeks. How much do you want to bet he was high during recording? 99%. I'm pretty sure he was high when he watched it, too. It sounded like it. Yeah, it really did. I mean, anyway. I'm an alcoholic, so. Anyway, I'm going to press. Do you want to do the honors, or should I? I got it. Uh, We will see you when we see you. Uh, I'm stealing that from somebody else. Later.